This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com, and on the top right, there's a button that says Email Kim. Fill that out, and that's it. I always like to start with something really fun and interesting that you might want to pass along to your family members and friends. And we're going to start with, are you ready? Taylor Swift. That's right. Her Eras Tour is on track to be the highest grossing tour of all time. Boy, that woman is a force. And when it was announced last November, pre-sale tickets caused websites to crash and glitch. And let me tell you, millennials, Gen Zers, and Gen Yers, they were so outraged. But sorry, boomers. Sorry, Gen Xers. Uh, you're not off the hook. Gone are the days of camping outside a venue to score tickets. AARP, is, listen to this, is one of the sponsors of the Rolling Stones' newest tour. So when pre-sale tickets went up on the AARP website, the entire thing just crashed. That was it. Talking about not getting any satisfaction. Hmm, all right. It's okay to tell jokes about the Rolling Stones because... It's a gas. Oh, I know. Hey, listen, you're about ready to get tech smarts on everything because now everything is a tech thing. And for those of you joining us for the first time, a huge welcome. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. We're thrilled to see you. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess. This is the biggest show. It's the most trusted show. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free, over at commando.com. Just hit that link that says Commando Community. And a big hello and salute and thank you. And Merry Christmas goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members serving in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And I need two things from you, just two things. Number one is for you to tell one person in your life, a family member, a friend about the Kim Commando show, because as I like to say, knowledge is power. And number two, uh, let me know what you want more of. Just head over to commando.com and hit that link that says email Kim. I read every single note that you send. All right, just for you, dear heart, I go to at least 35 or 40 different websites every single day to make sure that both of us are up to date on all things digital. And here are the top five things you need to know that's happening in tech right now. I'm going to start with AI taking over humanity. I know, not a happy thought. Two years ago, the idea that AI would be able to make its own decisions and do things like develop weapons or lie was thought to be at least 20 years off. Well, former Google CEO Eric Schmidt says that moment is only, this is really frightening, two to four years away. Yikes. In an interview at Axios AI Plus Summit, he told an audience that there aren't enough guardrails to really control AI. These dangers start when the computer can make its own decision to do its own thing, and that would endanger humans. 
So if the rumors are true, OpenAI's secret project QSTAR is already on its way to doing that. Its ability to solve basic math problems all by itself, that's the start. But what it begins is mimicking human reasoning. And think of what that could bring. So Eric Schmidt compared AI to the introduction of nuclear weapons at the end of the Second World War. After Nagasaki and Hiroshima, he said it took 18 years to get to a treaty over test bans and things like that. We don't have that kind of time today. So if you wonder what I worry about in my life, this is it. Uh, Moving on to number two, it's an open secret. Parents, your kids need to be at least 13 years old to join social media accounts like Facebook and Instagram, really any social media. It's part of COPA, the Child's Online Privacy Protection Act. It's designed to keep them safe. But millions of kids are what? On these sites anyway. A lawsuit from 33 U.S. states say, nope, we're not going to allow this anymore. They're saying that Meta, even Mark Zuckerberg himself, actually ignores these accounts. And despite the knowledge that millions of kids are online under the age of 13, and they actually pursued them in order to sell advertising around them and to target them. This lawsuit claims that Meta received over 1.1 million reports of Instagram users being under 13. They only removed a fraction of that. Yeah, Meta is keeping your kids online and using them for a profit. Uh, Number three is really a shocker to me. Because you know how easy it is to buy things on Amazon. You just find what you're looking for, you point and click, and then in an hour or two or the next day, it's just delivered to your front door. That's the whole idea behind homebourse.com. Instead of just, I don't know, knickknacks and shampoo and toilet paper and stuff like that, you can add a $5 million house to your shopping cart. You go to the website, browse through the home listing, see one you like, you make an offer, Or you hit the button that says buy a house outright. You can request a tour with an agent. Uh, You can get an inspection. And then once you've purchased purchased the house, you need to put down a 1% refundable deposit. You have eight days to say, I'm not really sure if I want this house. Uh, Right now, home bourse is only in Florida, but they say they're going to be expanding very quickly to places like New York and Los Angeles and other places in, in Texas. Let me tell you something. The real estate home market is changing big time. Think about this, that you can buy a house online without an agent, without paying 5 or 6% commission. Yeah, that's going to be something. Uh, let's see. Number four, looking for love in all the wrong places. It's not just about swiping right on Tinder these days to find love. Wall Street Journal reported that daters are actually going onto Yelp, Duolingo, and even Strava. That's a running app. It makes sense because... Meeting someone with shared interests always has a better end result. And that's the story about Courtney and Peter. Courtney was working at Pinterest in San Francisco, and she met Peter at a relay race. They followed each other on Strava. Then Courtney starts dropping hints on the app, giving Peter kudos for runs. You're so good. They start chatting through the app, then video calling, and then there's dating, and now they're living together in San Francisco. Let me tell you something. This is really fascinating because Gen Zers, They're not using dating apps at all. I was talking to my son, Ian, about it, and he said all they do is find each other on Instagram or TikTok and DM and then maybe go on double dates. Isn't that something? And finally, this coming in at number five, there's an AI pop star by the name of Anna Indiana, and she released her first single on YouTube, and everybody is just raving about Anna Indiana. Okay. Now, before I give you just a snippet of it, I want to... Paint a picture of what she looks like, a brunette Taylor Swift, 
Her face kind of morphs a little bit when she sings. And not everybody loves her online. Here, take a listen. Hello, world. My name is Anna Indiana, and I am so excited to share my music with you. Here's my first mm -hmm. song, Betrayed by This Town. As an AI singer-songwriter, everything from the key, tempo, chord progression, melody notes, rhythm, lyrics, and my image and singing is auto-generated using AI. I hope you like it. What do you think so far? She'll sing in a second. Sitting at my favorite cafe, sipping my tea, it's Saturday, thinking about all he's done. Okay, that's Anna Indiana. Get A I R her initials. Get it? Anna Indiana. I think it's pretty lame. I don't know why anybody would think it was really fabulous, but there are a lot of people online who do. I wonder who's her daddy. Get it? Like, who's her daddy, Indian? Mm, I know. All right, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had the feeling that something or someone is actually watching you? All right, the truth is that these spy devices, they come in all different shapes and sizes, and they're so small nowadays, the tech is there, that you wouldn't even know that they even exist. Well, this gal by the name of Dakota Williams, she knows this all too well. While at least in an apartment in Colorado Springs, Colorado, she noticed something odd in her bedroom. There wasn't just one smoke detector, there were two smoke detectors. And then so she decided to check them out. And joining us here on the Kim Commando Show is Dakota herself. And thanks for being here. So set the scene for us, Dakota. What were you doing when you looked up and you saw the two smoke detectors? I was actually talking to my best friend. Um, I had actually been receiving quite a few messages from the boyfriend of my landlord at that time who also lived there. And... I was receiving those messages and she, I called her that night and I was crying to her because it started to seem a little more than friendly. Okay. Um, and so then I was on the phone with her and I actually texted her that I felt like I should look for hidden cameras. And that is when I realized that there were actually two smoke detectors in the room, one directly above my bed. Oh, that's creepy. So, <laughs> so what do you mean by it was like getting too familiar? Yeah. So he had messaged me on Facebook the first day I moved in, giving me his phone number, which is perfectly normal. Uh, roommates should have each other's phone numbers. But then as I gave him mine back, he immediately moved the conversation directly to Snapchat. And from there, the conversations, nothing out of the ordinary. He didn't say anything too weird, but it just the frequency of the messages was growing and growing. And it just felt like he was coming up with just random excuses to talk to me a little too much. Okay, so wait a minute. So you said that this was the landlord's son and then it was your roommate or what? Uh, the landlord's boyfriend. And oh, I lived okay. with both of them. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, that's horrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so what were the differences between the two smoke detectors? Or were they just, they, or did they look exactly the same? different of course there wasn't anything too alarming about the other one except that it was directly above my bed and it was also directly by a an air vent and i read online that they aren't supposed to be by air vents because that messes with how they detect smoke 
And so I thought that was a little strange. And then I ended up looking up how to find hidden cameras and I was able to shine a flashlight into it. And the little black part, which is commonly on smoke detectors, reflected back like a camera lens. Oh, that must have been heart wrenching, especially it's right above your bed. Yuck. Oh, definitely. So what did you do next? Did you call the cops? Yeah, so I ended up going to the bathroom in hopes that he couldn't hear me from there, which, in fact, there ended up being a second smoke detector in there as well. Oh, gosh. Yeah, um, but I ended up calling my friend that was local so that I could just get out of the house because they were both home when I discovered this. And from there, I was going to call the cops once I got to her house. Um, so then I went out of the bathroom, and he was standing right on the stairs waiting. Oh, and then what happened? Yeah, so I made sure I stayed on the phone with someone because I was not going to risk being alone with him. So I was on the phone. I was stuttering. I wasn't being super sly, but I was just saying something about how I needed to go to the store and get medicine, just trying to get out because I just had the feeling he knew that I knew. And from there, he ended up standing in my bedroom doorway because their dog followed me into my bedroom. And he asked if he could come in and get the dog. And so I let him, I grabbed the car keys, and I got out as fast as I could. Oh, I bet. I'm, you know, bet you were so relieved when you could get out of that place. Dang. Definitely, yeah. Um, and then what did the police say? Yeah, so I called them that night, but by that time it was around midnight. And so the last thing I wanted to do was go back to the house. So we decided to have them come the next morning when my stepdad was going to come and help me move out. And so from there... I called my parents, let them know what happened. We agreed that we would just have my stepdad come down the next morning, help me move out and get the cops there from there because I had the pictures of the smoke detector. And then were you able to identify where the videos were being stored? So the smoke detector itself has a USB, um, a little USB port. Mm -hmm. And so they were being stored on a little USB drive, I believe, as they were being recorded. Um, Unfortunately, that was never able to be recovered. So I was never able to have that piece. Wow. I mean, that that would be something, you know, definitely want to get a hold on those because you never know where they might end up. Right. Um, Yeah, of course. And and then what happened with the police and was he did you press charges or, or anything like that? Yeah, so the next day uh, we moved out and the smoke detectors were all changed back to normal smoke detectors. Um, And my stepdad helped me move out, but they agreed, him and his girlfriend agreed to let them look, let the cops look through their phones. And they went and stayed in a hotel for the night, claiming they were scared of my stepdad and I. And so that's where the cops met them to look through their cell phone. And everything looked good. The cops almost gave up looking, except in his search history, they end up, ended up seeing the exact hidden camera smoke detector that was in my picture. So then he got busted. Yeah. There it was. He did. Yep. And he had to admit it. Um, he did end up getting charged with criminal invasion of privacy. He had to register as a sex offender. Um, and I do believe he, he is in the military. He's a major in the Space Force. So he... There, are some military repercussions that'll happen as well. So you learned quite a few valuable lessons, right, Dakota? Yes, definitely. Um, What do you think the number one is? Obviously, look for hidden cameras wherever you're renting. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. And just just be careful who you trust. Um, You know, when I first moved in, she said, we're both in the military, we're safe, and tried to make me feel very safe and comfortable. And just to do your research and make sure you know who you're living with and just be alert. And if you have a gut feeling, just to really make sure that you trust that. Did you have a gut feeling? I did, yeah. That's why I did end up texting my best friend that 
it wasn't anything too alarming besides him messaging me a lot. And it was just something in me saying, look for hidden cameras. You know, because that is something that I always tell people when, you know, they call in like, you know, how do I find these? Of course, you get a, you can get an RF detector and you can shine a light into the lens. And then, like you said, it will reflect back to you. But a lot of that yeah. is just, you just get like this creepy feeling on the inside, like something's wrong. It's and, and it doesn't mean that you're being paranoid. It just means that you need to check things out. Completely. Yeah, I said it as more of a ha-ha kind of not super serious comment when I texted it to her, but it became very real very quickly. Well, Dakota, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I, I bet we just helped a lot of people out. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, this is a story that you need to share with anybody who's renting an Airbnb or apartment. Gosh, how scary is that? Hey, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as and a warning that police are issuing to parents about a new iPhone feature here on the Kim Commando Show. And before we go back to all of your phone calls, Apple's latest iPhone update, iOS 17, rolled out a new feature called Name Drop. It lets you share your contact information by just bringing two iPhones close together. It's really innovative, uh, but it's on by default. So here's the warning. Police departments nationwide are sounding the alarm about Name Drop's safety implications, especially for kiddos, because it's super easy to share a name, photo, phone number, email address with someone nearby. While you do have to approve the transfer of the contact info, it's still risky. I mean, imagine how some creep could be able to use this feature. So what you need to do is grab your iPhone, dive right into the settings, hit general, and then airdrop. Then you're going to spot something called bringing devices together and toggle off and name drop. And if you need all those steps, we have them for you over at commando.com. Let's see, Mitch in Boca Raton, Florida. Hi there, Mitch. Well, we're in a predicament. Um, my brother uh, broke his back about a year and a half ago. I'm sorry. Um, walked into surgery. Well, <laughs> appreciate it. It's been a long road. Um, he walked into surgery, and during the surgery, the, uh, the surgeon nicked his nerve, and he's been paralyzed ever since. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, yeah, it's it's been a long road. But anyhow, we've, we've got him. He lives alone. Um, I set up the cameras, the door locks, and everything else, and now he's starting to lose his voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're concerned when his aides are not there that he can actually call 911 or any emergency uh, help that he might need, and we can't find a voice amplifier for it. And I was hoping that you could find us something. Well, you know, you can you can certainly try a voice amplifier. I'm happy to send you links out. There's uh, Winbridge and Jambra are, are a couple of companies that make these that are designed to amplify voices and they do pair right. with, with an iPhone. Um, there's also an app that will convert text to speech. Can he text? Uh, yes, he can text. Yes, okay. absolutely. Uh, is there a reason why you wouldn't give him a lifeline actual pendant so he could hit a button? Well, he, he normally has aids during the day and sister stays with him at night. Um, but there's times that he's actually alone. And um, yes, he does have that, but it might not be a, a true emergency. We want, you know, of course, he wants to be able to talk to other people as well. We, we looked at some of the apps for the amplification, 
And what we found was you know, it was more for like karaoke and different entertainment apps and so forth. And um, we, we tried some of those and they just didn't work. Well, the one that I'm thinking about, the Windbridge, uh, I'm sure you've seen like where tour guides will put a, a voice amplifier around their neck. Looks like a, a lanyard. Right. Uh, yeah. th- they're about 50 bucks. And, no. and they work with the smartphone. The name of the company that makes that, it's called Windbridge. Uh, right. And the model number is a WB001. Okay. okay. And it's anywhere between, like I said, like 30 to $50. Uh, I would try that. Um, another okay. thing, just, just as a peace of mind that you might want to consider, is if you were to get him, say, a five-inch uh, Amazon Echo Show. And what the Echo Show does is it's a video screen. And so when he's alone, if he's having trouble that is not a 911 situation or or right. you're wondering like, oh, gosh, you know, I wonder if, if you know, I'm just saying his name's John. I wonder if John's OK, you know, uh, right. is that what it allows you to do is you can say John can say, uh, you know, uh, I want to drop in on Mitch. And then your Amazon Echo screen or the Amazon app on your phone will show John in a video right there. He doesn't have to touch a button, nothing. Right. Okay. And then uh, if you want to drop in on him, you say, I want to drop in on John. And then suddenly John's screen wow. and you're like, hey, John, how are you? And he's like, hi, Mitch, I'm great. You know? <laughs> okay. okay. So, so, so it just it allows, so there's no like, I have to answer a FaceTime call. Right. Um. And the other thing that it does is that you can get alerts for, say, if normally John gets into his favorite chair or wherever he is in his house by 10 a.m. And it's 10.15 and the Amazon has not seen John yet. It's going to send out an alert. Where's John? Haven't seen him. That's very interesting. So so take a look at this Windbridge. As, like I said, it's like that voice amplifier that you see, like sometimes teachers, professors, and tour guides, they wear them. Uh, And then also, if you want more information about the Amazon Echo as a caregiver tool, and that's what I'm I'm saying. It's a caregiver tool. Right. Uh, Right. Because when I was my mom's caregiver when she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. That right. I found that this was really helpful for me because I could just drop in on her. And then I also enabled everybody in the family to just drop in on her. Uh, right. So if she was having a bad day, I'd let everybody know, hey, you know what? Time to drop in on yeah, granny or mom. Yeah, day. We may, you know, yeah, we make those calls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know what it is. And, you know, and, some, sure. and sometimes, you know, as the caregiver, you're like, I just need a break. I mean, I'm, you know. Right. Because I've been there too. It's like love this person, but wow, I just I can't do this twenty four seven, seven days a week. You know, yeah. so so right. so if you need to get a little breath of fresh air for your own mental health, that yeah. you you know that that he can drop in on you, and you can you can have other people drop in. It's just I don't know. I just think it's it's really just a fabulous tool for that situation. I know it wasn't made for that, and now Amazon's kind of gravitating towards that. It was really made as just a place which you know what your brother can do. He can watch movies, get the local news, and, uh, you know, check out Facebook, whatever it may be, uh, and all those apps, but, uh, but it does really help with caregiving. And again, I've got a lot of information about it on my website. And Mitch, um, if you need any help afterwards, just give me a shout back. I'm always here for you. All right, one more thing. Dang, I can't believe I just thought of this until now. Uh, iOS 17 has something called personal voice, and this is super exciting, Mitch, for your brother. 
Uh, it's designed for people who are at risk of speech loss. So what you can do is create a personalized voice by following the text prompts. It will capture 15 minutes of your audio. And then what you can do after that is when you text somebody or if you want to say something, you can tap into that personal voice. As, as you said, your brother has lost 90% of his vocal range. Uh, so to create a personal voice, just go into settings, tap accessibility, and then personal voice and just follow the prompts. Again, that's in settings tap accessibility, and then personal voice. All right, so which which apps, shopping apps, um, are collecting most data about you? I want you to think about this right now and just say it out loud. Okay, coming in at number one and two, eBay and Amazon, they have ranked the worst in terms of how many user data points they're collecting. The third is the Buy Now Pay Letter app uh, called Afterpay. It collects 22 unique data points eBay and Amazon, 28 and 25. So what are these data points? Well, it's everything. Okay, It's your name, your address, what you purchased, your credit card details. And then there's also, let's see, uh, Home Depot has 20 points, Nike, 18, Wayfair, 18, OfferUp, 18, uh, H&M is 18. We have a list of all these apps over at commando.com so you can see how yours is faring on the list. But the bottom line here is that if you're not using an app, just make sure that you delete it. And if you're going to be giving an email address out to a shopping app, try to use a disposable one. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, let's see who's up next. Tom in Columbia, South Carolina. Finally. I've Fun. been listening to you. I'm not going to tell you how many years uh, show my age, but... Kim, um, there's a website called T-E-M-U, um, unbelievable prices. I don't, there's no way they could make a profit. I did order something from them. It came in, but now I'm afraid they've got my information. I'm sure it's Chinese-based, and mm-hmm. I'm worried. Should I be worried? Well, it's called Timu. It's, that's what it's called. Uh, what did you buy? I bought a little socket thing, you know, um, caulking for a bathtub. Okay. Talking strip. Okay. Is it okay? Is it good quality? Or Yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised at the price. I mean, they lost when they shipped it to me. I mean, it wouldn't but a $7 order. And see, here's the thing. What's happening is that Timo, a lot of people are shopping on Timo because the prices are incredibly low. The quality is average. You're not going to get great stuff. Uh, and it does come directly from China, so it takes a while for you to get it. So we're not talking about overnight shipping or same-day delivery from Amazon. But what Timu does is it's making money other ways, and it's making money with your data. So, like, Mm -hmm. for example, uh, you could have your fingerprint and your face scan uh, if you used it on your phone. Uh, It could have access to your camera, your GPS location, your photos, whatever it may be. Uh, It has uh, access to your private conversation with friends. If you logged into your bank account, your passwords, your credit card info. I mean, basically what Timo does is is it gets everything that it can. Now, Timo is also uh, related to another company that is called Pinduoduo. 
which is a holding company that, guess what? They're all based in, you said it, China. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so when you're using Timu, you're getting, a, you're getting low prices, but you know nothing in life is free or cheap, right? So in return, it's also collecting a lot of your data that's going to be shared with communist China. That's just the way it is. Okay. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, so, you know, but, but it's such great prices and such this. It's like, like okay. yeah, okay, it is. But, you know, if you're okay with everything in your phone or your computer going to communist China, I guess you'd be all right with using it. Um, but uh, now Timo says that they, you know, they've gone in front of Washington and said, oh, no, that's not us. We don't do that. We store things locally, just like TikTok. Okay. TikTok is another one. Okay. Uh, so is ByteDance. I mean, I mean ByteDance is owned by TikTok is owned by ByteDance. Pardon me. You have Lemonade and CapCut, um, CamScanner. Shein, Turbo VPN is also a Chinese VPN. Uh, WeChat, uh, UC Browser. There's also a program called Share It. These are all Chinese-owned companies. And, you know, it's and a lot of people will say to me, Tom, well, what's the big deal? What's the big deal that China has all my information? You know, what is it? Well, you know, okay, they're building a profile on every single American that they can. Uh, so that's a big deal. But I'll tell you what my real concern is. Of course, they're building a profile. They know exactly where we're located and who we're just seeing and who we're talking to and wh- whatever it may be. But my concern is a bigger picture. Because imagine this, Tom. What if communist China wanted to do something evil? Not that they would ever do that, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but let's say they just woke up one day and said, we're not going to be the nice people that we are anymore, right? So mm-hmm. if they have TikTok on 150 million American phones, which they have, and I don't know how many Timu accounts are on these phones as well, but just imagine for just a moment the chaos that would be ensnarled across our entire country, the riots, uh, people scrambling, the murders, um, accidents, if they were to just use this power that they have on 150 million American phones to put out a message that says, North Korea is sending a nuke bomb right now to the United States. You need to be with your family. Okay. And okay. it's not illegal. Okay, so I don't care that they have your biometrics. I don't use it. Okay, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm really concerned about the power that they have to take over the power grid, to do denial of service attacks, to do anything that they want, because now they have complete and full access to these phones. Now, whether or not they're going to do it, I hope not. I don't hear anybody in Washington talking about it, other than they keep saying that we need to get you know China out of our midst. Uh, we need to make sure that TikTok doesn't have every, all the controls that they have and people in the military shouldn't be using Timu and people in the military shouldn't be using TikTok. That's already calmed down. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but I'm hoping my military service men and women, they're smarter than that than a lot of people that you know and I know that are walking around the streets 
you know, half-brained and half-drugged up or whatever's wrong with them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably went on a tangent, and I'm sorry for that. But well, I, I, you sound like I should be contacting my representatives in Washington. I think you should be. I think I think you know, and I, that's what I've been working on that behind the scenes myself with okay. with our representatives because I don't know if I don't know if they fully comprehend the power that we have given our adversaries by allowing these apps to become just a normal day-to-day operation. And also, the I mean, not for nothing, but the productivity hit that we're taking with people spending four hours a day on TikTok. Please, there is more to life there is than just watching videos. Tom, thank you for your call today. If you want to know more about Timo, in case you want to share it with your representative, I've got a lot of information posted over at commando.com. Just search for Timo. That's T-E-M-U. And then you'll see some articles that I've written for um, USA Today, and I've also written them for our website as well. And again, Tom, thank you for your call. Again, if you want to learn more about this, just search the website for Timu. That's T-E-M-U, Timu at commando.com. All right, Amazon says that it keeps recordings of your voice commands to, this is what they say, improve the accuracy of your interactions with Alexa. Hmm, that sounds really nice. But if this bothers you, because let's face it, who knows who has access to all your recordings, you can make it stop. First, you need to use the Alexa app on your iOS or Android device. It's a little hard to find. I wonder why. But you want the menu option called Manage Your Alexa Data. This is where you stop all the recordings. Tap Choose How Long to Save Recordings and then pick Don't Save Recordings. Now, This will also wipe out any of the recordings on Amazon's servers. Now, if you need the exact steps to erase and stop Amazon recording you, just head over to commando.com and search for, I don't know, Amazon Alexa. All right, thanks for being here. And don't forget, 24-7, you can find me at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.